welcome to Root Causes, the PKI and Security Podcast, where a pair of industry veterans talk about all matters, digital certificates, and PKI. I'm Tim Callen, Chief Experience Officer at Sectigo, and I'm here with Jason Sirocco, SVP of Product at Sectigo. How are you doing today, Jason? I'm doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me. So we recently have been talking a lot about OpenAI and artificial intelligence and chat GPT in particular and how all these things fit into the world of security. And so there's been an interesting development in, of late in the OpenAI slash chat GPT uh, uh, world that you recently described to be as being quote unquote, right up our alley. So um, I thought, uh, 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 or we thought, let's talk about it now. And um, so Jason, there's a problem that, so chat GPT is a pretty remarkable, amazing thing the way you can just pose something to it and it gives you this really incredibly good content as a response. And a lot of people have had their jaws dropping about how good this is, but this also presents a lot of problems in the world, right? Or potential problems in the world, right? It sure does. We, we talked not long ago on this podcast about ChatGPT in the context of know your customer. So for, we, we talked about Oh, like a bit of a warning uh, to all of you who are using ChatGPT because it just seems to be used by everybody right now. And it might be tempting, very tempting to be used for things such as looking up information on people and getting attributes, uh, looking up information about entities of any kind and getting attributes. And the problem being that there's no guarantee of accuracy, which is very important for attributes. And also uh, there's the issue that there might be uh, things that need to be sorted out or ambiguities in your question or in the answer. Yeah. And ChatGPT just kind of rolls over that. So we, we recently spoke about that. There's another issue now, Tim, that I, I, I'd like to address on this podcast, yeah. which is, if, if you really want to spell it out, it's the idea that, you know, who who actually wrote the content? Yeah. Was it ChatGPT or was it someone else, a human being? And of course, one way of doing this kind of thing, it, it's it's done already it's, in so artwork. It's, it's it, cheating, right? The question, what you're, what you're getting at, Jason, is it's the problem of cheating. It's the problem of me using ChatGPT and pretending it's something I did. Imagine if I'm a writer, imagine if I'm a student, uh, but there are probably lots of other scenarios where this would occur as well, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. It's yeah. really not hard to imagine a student being asked to write a you know, thousand word essay on something mm -hmm. and just immediately going to chat GPT saying, hey, give me a thousand words on a particular topic. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even doubt if a lot of people are doing that just to get insight, not even if, if it's using the thing, but just to get insight. But, sure. but truly, truly cheating would be using the text as is. Um, right. And, and, and to some degree, if you're saying it's a research tool, I think that's fair game, right? If I'm trying to learn about a topic, what's the difference between my going and doing searches and finding, you know, papers that other people have written on the topic or going to find the Wikipedia page on that topic or asking chat GPT? as my starting point, right? As oh, yeah, trying we, to learn things. I think that's just another form of research. And in that regard, I think it's fine. Totally fine. Right. Uh, we, we've already had Google searches. I mean, we my grandmother's house had Encyclopedia Britannica for yeah. years and years, right? Sure. It, we, we've always had ways to look things up. This is just another way of doing it that provides context and even writing styles, which is amazing. Right. But Tim, you know, the whole, the whole copy paste into your essay problem mm -hmm. and copy paste into other things too, even in the corporate world. Yeah. 
Uh, right now, OpenAI has, in early February 2023, which is around the time we're recording this, has already announced that they're 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 going to release tools or have released tools that are going to enable, say, let's say a teacher at a high school is evaluating papers. They can yeah. submit the text and say, hey, was this written by ChatGPT? And you might wonder, how in the world <laughs> would they know? Yeah. Well, Tim, enter the world of entropy and pseudo-randomness. Yes. And isn't it amazing? So uh, Scott Aronson, uh, who actually uh, was hired um, by OpenAI uh, mm -hmm. earlier in 2022, uh, artificial intelligence, safety, and alignment, I think is part of that person's title. But Scott Aronson is the person who's kind of talking a lot about this chat GPT watermarking idea. And right. so how do you watermark words, Tim? Right. I mean, you think if you think about artwork, right, it's not difficult to, you know, steganography is a whole topic yeah. that we we might get into or have gotten into. I forget I was now. just going to mention steganography, right? To some degree, steganographic watermarking goes back thousands of years, right? Yeah. You can, you can find, uh, you know, um, um, uh, uh, poems where poets, you know, inserted their name in the poem because you take every 17th letter and, you know, it spells out their name and stuff along that line. That sort of thing, I don't imagine that's the specific technique, but that sort of thing is, is the kind of thing we're talking about, isn't it? It really is. It yeah. actually, it, it is. And so you might think, well, how do you encode something like a watermark into, say, a, a sound file or an image? Well, that's actually, look it up. <laughs> and in fact, we should probably have a another podcast about how that's done because it's, it's actually very interesting. And it's a great way of infiltrating a message by a bad guy out of an enterprise, right? right? It's just, it's yep. a great way of doing it. Yeah, or a great so, way of hiding content in other content, right? And, I have what and, looks and like plain a picture sight. of a landscape, but if I know to look at the right set of bits, I can find this other message, which is the thing I'm really looking for. Yep. So the almost the perfect analogy, Tim, is let's say, and this is the example I've always used with people when it comes to steganography or embedding messages into a file. One of my favorite examples has always been a sound file or a video file that includes sound mm -hmm. that uh, of something like a, uh, a waterfall, right? Niagara Falls as an example. And so if you had a video of Niagara Falls, which essentially is very close to something like white noise, right? Yeah. If you, if you really think about just the randomness of water falling, which is just a perfect example of some kind of, of something approaching randomness. Well, the, the beauty is you can actually put all kinds of stuff into that without, you know, shifting a few bits here and there, allowing you within that perceive that perception of randomness, which will not change the sound of that waterfall all that much. And yet you can in encode quite a bit of information within it. Sure. Absolutely. So how in the world do you do it with words is really what we're talking about here because the output, chat GPT, right, is it's text, it's text-based. There's just words. Well, you know, Tim, when you and I are are writing words down on a piece of paper, mm -hmm. typically if we're writing a, a blog post or we're writing a, an email to our colleagues, we're not thinking terribly hard about the, the, you know, other than grammar and the ideas we're trying to convey, we're not thinking about the order of the words the randomness of the words, et cetera. We're not thinking about it. I mean, the closest you might come to thinking about the order of words would be if you're writing poetry or, you know, you're trying to get a particular pentameter, right? Right. <laughs> right? That, that, that if you're writing sonnets, you, you're thinking about these things, but 
it's not typical in in human language other other than in really structured language like a poem but chat gpt is thinking about these things perhaps unbeknownst to you even as the user of chat gpt and so the seeming randomness of the word placement in chat gpt output turns out not to be random in fact it's pseudo random okay and so therefore tim the, the tr- it's almost like when you're writing a sonnet you know and you're, you're th- the iambic pentameter of a sonnet a good old-fashioned shakespearean sonnet it's, it's maybe the closest analogy i can come up with chat gpt is also coming up with its own patterning of words and i don't have the algorithm to, to describe to you except to give you that analogy of that the iambic pentameter of a son of a sonnet which is not it's not randomness it's it's a pseudo randomness in fact there is a discoverable pattern that once you know it you can realize oh this this must be a shakespearean sonnet or this must be a chat gpt output because the pattern of the pseudo randomness is just just right to be defined as whatever chat gpt is actually defining it to be and so now let me clarify on this cuz i think this is a very important point there's a difference between saying look there are certain ways that chat gpt tends to turn a phrase which are not the same as a human. And if you see this, then you should be suspicious that this is ChatGPT. Versus saying there's a specific pattern that is deeply and probably likely to have occurred on accident that ChatGPT will deliberately produce so that if you know specifically what to look for, you can prove to most people's satisfaction that this was generated by ChatGPT. So which of those two are we talking about? We are absolutely not talking about turns of phrase that might look a little off or look automated or even look like something that you asked for from your prompt, right? Because mm-hmm. you can do that with ChatGPT. Right. You can say to ChatGPT in your prompt, and, and by the way, that yeah. if, if none of you don't know the punchline yet, that is going to be the job of the future. Like a lot of people think, you know, humans are going away. <laughs> Humans are actually going to become programmers of the prompt, right? Okay. And and go see our podcast about prompt injections that you know, which yeah. where we talk a lot about this. <laughs> so you're you're absolutely right in making the distinguishing you know sentence you know Tim about the really really we are not talking about the style we're not talking about a turn of phrase we're not even talking about the fact that maybe some of chat dpt's output might even be somewhat inaccurate or highly accurate or you know you, you might even ask it to 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 be written in the form of a sonnet yeah. you can ask gpt or, to, to or do that you could say use a lot of adjectives <laughs> and you, then it will you, absolutely make it sound like a blog post that's in the style of tim callan you can actually you know try that out yeah however however it's not that it has a lot more to do with just the way words are chosen at particular points within the text and like i say i don't i don't have the algorithm in front of me it may, right. maybe nobody does at this point and other than they people shouldn't like share that algorithm because that would help you game it you right? got it yeah you got it yeah but that is how the watermarking works it, it will probably be something you it'll be incredibly subtle and it might not be something you notice with with your eyes and just reading it obviously if you were given the algorithm you could go and look for it but it probably it would be best to statistically look for it with another computer rather than even just trying to find it with your own reading. If you knew what the algorithm was, right. Exactly, exactly. But there Which it is. is. Interesting. So if you generated a vast quantity of content through ChatGPT, 
and threw it into something that was doing some kind of computerized pattern matching. Maybe you could discover the algorithm. You might. You hmm. you you've just might. Um, if it turns out yes. it's something, and again, this is going to be far too simple, but let's go with something simple. The seventh word, the seventy seventh word, and the hundred seventy seventh word all start with the letter A, right? Okay. Throw yes. enough content, run enough content through there, and eventually you're going to realize that every one of them has this pattern, and you're going to say, "And that's oh, not that's difficult to do." That's not. Yeah. If I asked you to write that as a code to me, you know, Tim, let's let's yeah. say we had no means of of I had no means of knowing whether or not you wrote me a letter, but we all but we agreed ahead of time that that was going to be part of our of, of our watermark. It's not even a cipher; it's just a watermarking. Mm -hmm. This is a way of doing that, and it would be very tough for other people to to detect, right? Especially with a a small amount of content, especially without knowing what it is that they were looking for. You bet. Absolutely. So, you know, e even though th there could be sometimes very long text, very short text, uh, it could just be another form of scale, right? Which is at the 20% mark or, you know, and at the 80% mark of the text, you know, have a letter, have, have, have the, the second letter of the word start with A, right? Which right. is not a difficult thing to do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Get some things so, like that, build some things in there that are easy to um to fit in but at the same time unique enough that the likelihood that this occurred on its own is extremely low and by the way it wouldn't have it wouldn't even have to be perfect presumably right if right. i did something if i'm just trying to prevent plagiarism not play it's not plagiarism but you know cheating cheating by using chat gpt as a as a a, a, a surrogate for my own work if you get something that works 99.5 percent of the time you might say plenty good enough right Right. You know, there's a, oh yeah, you got it. I, I will tell you though, you know, can it be defeated? You know, yeah, because you, you could then add your own, um, obfuscation to that. Right. Sure. Uh, there is a, uh, I, I'm going to point everybody who's listening to this to an article. Uh, its title is how the chat GPT watermark works and why it could be defeated. It's in search engine journal.com. And, okay. uh, if you want to look that up, this actually <laughs> brings up a lot of what we're talking about here yeah. and, and talks about how you might think about defeating it, but just, yeah. just, you know, we want to make you aware of what's going on with chat GPT and the fact that it is using uh, these kind of, you know, digital obfuscation and digital uh, watermarking techniques, which are essentially, you know, they're not cipher, they're not encryption, but but they do rely on uh, randomness and pseudo-randomness. So one obvious way to defeat it would be to rewrite it, right? You let ChatGPT right give you a first draft, and then you just go in and change every sentence, write every sentence in your own words instead, which is probably a lot more, lot less work than originally researching your article. And when it's done, you've definitely destroyed the steganography for sure. Absolutely. And so what I would recommend for those of you who are interested, um, OpenAI is probably going to release those checking tools at some point. It would be it would be very interesting for, for those of us who are interested in this subject, namely, you know, students <laughs> uh, who who might want to just test, well, how much how much ch oh, chat GPT text do I have to change right. before I come through the test right. as clean? Because because if it's just a matter of putting one new sentence in the beginning, then that's not then that's easily defeated, right? If it's a sentence of rewriting every single sentence, yes, maybe it saves you some work, but you know, how different is that from looking on the Wikipedia page and rewriting every one of those sentences, right? Right. And 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 then, you know, the other thing about that is unless you unless you have a high degree of confidence that chat GPT is getting everything right, you would probably want to scrutinize this anyway to make sure it's not saying anything dumb. And so under those circumstances, that's not that much different from rewriting it to begin with. Yeah, but only keeners do that too. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I thought of it. So what does that there say you about go. me? There you go. Well, that's it. Um, right. I just, you know, we're just, we're keeping you up to date on this chat GPT world just because it's just so pervasive so right now. So fascinating. So yep, amazingly interesting. <laughs> awesome. Got Thank it. you so much, Jay. Thank you, Tim. This has been Rukazis. <laughs>